Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Your Cooked. I'm Sam Higgins and this week is such a good episode. My dear friend Noah Shore is on and we make broccoli mac and cheese. Like, hello, how tasty and how nostalgic for me. It's my favorite childhood dish. I hope you enjoy. I hope you listen. I hope you subscribe to the pod. I hope you follow us on Instagram. I hope you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I hope you follow Noah on Instagram and Twitter. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Love you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to your cooked with Sam Higgins. I'm Sam Higgins, and we are back with a fresh, fierce, and fun episode where one, the guest of the week is a dear friend of mine, Noah Shore. Now I know some listeners out here were like, I don't know these people. Why should I care about them? It you know who you are if you're listening to this. And I'm like, you should care about every single person who comes on the show because um I'm saying you should. Anyway, this is my friend Noah Shore. Hello, Noah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How honored are you to have someone with so much clout be on the show? <laughs> I'm so honored to have my clout beast of a friend from college, <laughs> Noah Shore, on the show today. Now... Do you know what's the opposite of clout? What's the opposite of clout? Is when I go home for break and have to see people from high school. Um, I don't like it. I realized how lame... Like, these people that I tried to impress for years... How, yeah. truly, how lame, and just how much they suck. People from high school really are truly hit or miss. <laughs> I like, it's generally a good thing, I've realized, to, you know, move on, move forward, move past. Yeah. But I still have, you know, my high school friends that are my number ones. Right. You know? But they're few and far between. And I feel like I'm going to run through the same process again. Like, after I graduated high school, the first break I came home to for summer, after after college, I was like... Not, nothing I did in high school mattered anymore. Yeah. These friendships I tried to pursue, it just didn't seem to matter. Wait, like, are you telling <clears> me <throat> that your GPA doesn't matter? <laughs> and Wait, now, like, I got a, like a 35 on my ACT. Like, are we going to fight about it? Oh, you might have. I did get there. You got a really high score. Not to brag. But, um, literally did not brag. <laughs> I completely forgot what we were talking about. That's okay. People from high school suck. Oh, yeah, and... yeah. Oh, wait. So, I was, to complete the okay. point, complete the I was point. wondering, like, am I going to go through the same process when I graduate college in just a few months? Like, maybe. Am I going through that same process? And I'm like... Where people from college suck? No, like... Just, just moving on. I'm saying like a lot, but it's like... <laughs> when I graduate... Yeah. Am I going to not care as much about these friendships that, that I've made and that scares me? That's, I think, a very mature... Um, kind of understanding to have that mm. that might happen and I don't know I think we're like home is where home is where the people are home is in the people so you probably like find people where you live and you live far from other friends I don't know you'll make it work I will I just, it'll happen if it happens and if it doesn't then it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't. don't test fate someone didn't like Plato say that or something it might have <laughs> I think Plato did he said don't test fate do you <laughs> said, um uh uh-uh, uh don't test fate do you believe in fate um I don't know I did, okay, I did watch a tarot card reading, which is uh, related to astrology, don't come at me, Um, that really gave me amazing feedback, and says that this year for Sagittarius is one for the making. So you sought out a tarot card reader? I, so, I didn't, no, I watched a YouTube video. (laughs) So I googled, let me, let me tell the story. So I went, I want to watch something about astrology. I want to know what the stars are saying. So I, yes, I googled Sagittarius 2019 astrology. I went to most viewed and most of them (laughs) were in Hindi. Okay. But I'm like, I don't, I don't understand Hindi. And the first English one was, was by this woman named Estelle. 
Ooh. Estelle, she's British. I she think. had an accent. Yep. Yep. It was great, it. and she did a wonderful tarot card reading, and I, just like literally being <laughs> like, this year is your year. You're gonna achieve success in the fields that you want to achieve success but in. And I was it, like, that's hot. Is it still valid if it's done online and not like by but a licensed tarot card reading? But like, who am I to like? Why not think it into existence? Did Estelle have her license? She probably had many of them. <laughs> <laughs> she probably had many licenses. Hopefully not a license to carry. Maybe. Oh, uh, in England, it's like weird there. Probably. Oh, yeah, it is weird there. I mean, it's probably good there. We're using weird because we're so accustomed to guns in part of everyday life when we should say it's weird that yeah. people have guns. Um, let me really quick. Protect. We talked about high school, which made me think about childhood, which brings me to what we're cooking today because when you're cooked, Ooh. we cook because I'm poor and I'm also uh, don't like cooking very much because it's boring to me, which is why I bring friends on and we cook together. So today we're cooking one of my favorite meals from childhood, one that really takes me home, reminds me of my favorite babysitter growing up, Ooh. Michelle. Michelle just got her PhD in something related to cows. Wow. Do you think she's listening? I hope so. Michelle Jones, if you're listening, oh, I love you. Uh, so we're making macaroni and cheese, craft mac and cheese, goddammit. I don't mess with anything else. And we're putting steamed broccoli in it, Ooh. which is going to be good. Oh my gosh. It's also microwaved in a bag, the broccoli, which is a little bit of a splurge, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we buy comfort. This is what we say for these kind of things. Exactly. Yeah. You know, some people say for a home. Some mm -hmm. people say for a trip around the world. Mm -hmm. I say Life so. Insurance. I save so I can buy broccoli that can be steamed in the bag. Yeah. That's where I'm at. And you know what? I think we get more enjoyment out of the bagged broccoli than these other people do. Yes. What we, enjoyment do you get off of? Oh, no. Oh, vacations are fun. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like in a perfect world. I'm like paying off a loan. Like I, I'm, I can, like, <laughs> I'm like in a perfect world. I make passive income, and I can. I don't know, sleep all day I guess or things something. Like celebrating, like, if I pay off the loan. Really quick, sorry. I'm going to open this LaCroix. I'm so Ooh, parched. It's going to sound nice, though. A little ASMR. ASMR. Noah is oh. the only friend of mine who knows anything about ASMR. And not only does he know anything, he truly is addicted. Obsessed. I, we can talk about it later. Like, you know I'm, we talk about obsessions on the show. Wait, you said we should talk about two different things later. I don't even know what it either is now. That's, oh, we're going to talk about, I talked one? about tarot card reading already, okay. so we're not going to talk about it anymore, but you oh. know, I'm so down to talk about tarot card reading and astrology in general. Noah's a Pisces, right? I think. Yeah, you're a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you're a Pisces. <laughs> I, I've just never been into astrology, and I'm not against anyone who's against it. I just don't like them applying it to my life. Too bad. It's like, Wham, it's like having gonna. this religion forced on me. Uh, I guess, but it's like it's like literally the stars. Like it's science. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like gravitational pull, muon. Uh. Um, but yeah, so we're cooking macaroni and cheese with that. So we're gonna get that started. Um, so the first thing I'm gonna do is get some water up boiling. So you're gonna hear some nice water sounds for a little bit. Um, I actually, water sounds are one of my least favorite ASMR sounds. You don't like this sound no, of not, metal that, hitting water? A, that's not ASMR. That's like a white noise. Oh, uh, this is, ooh, this is white noise. Yeah. That's soothing. You have to know the difference. I must have fall asleep. I'm literally like pass out. <laughs> oh, speaking of white noise, I talked about this on an episode with Tom Sweeney, but i Republicans? No, not Republicans. Oh. <laughs> white noise. Oh, yeah. How some people's Spotify Dear and Review had like... We shouldn't have been talking while that was filling up. Um, some Spotify <laughs> year in reviews. Y'all didn't hear anything. That's okay. They found something. Okay. Um, people's Spotify year in reviews, their number one or two songs were white noise sound, like white noise songs, because they would really? fall asleep listening to it. So it would play for like hours every night. So their whole like thing is skewed. <laughs> 
It's just beautiful. <laughs> Imagine waiting the whole year like such big anticipation because to whenever, see like right, who were you creating? Whenever like, my year in review comes out, I open it immediately. Oh, I'm so excited hard for thinking it. About it. Before rock it even hard. comes out, I'm brainstorming what could be up there, and then to get it. And your data if it were to be like 540 contaminated. hertz, like gray sound, 540 hertz, sleep well, artist, z z z z z. It's like, it's like branches. It's like the offbeat album where it's like different genres you should branch out to. It's like pop, rock, indie, alternative, rap, like into every single. Show. We're banging. We're really passionate about this. We're like, please just listen to music. Yeah, <laughs> my taste is it called taste breakers? My taste, taste breakers, breakers so fine. I said off the beats. Yeah, which I was like, we're not white here. We are really <laughs> we so are white. queer. We are oh, off the beaten path. Is that the two roads diverge? In the yellow wood marches to his own beat, which we do as well. We do march to our own beat. I love that metaphor. It's very cute. Okay, we're making some hand signs over here that were inappropriate. So, no, that was mudra. Alright, so we're making this macaroni and cheese. The water is boiling. Noah, do you like macaroni and cheese? I love macaroni and cheese. For the longest time, my favorite dish was lobster mac and cheese. Oh, so you... You wealthy. <laughs> no, shut up. Shut the fuck up. No. I meant, it's like, you know when you go to a nice... <laughs> Yeah, we've just said that. When you go to a nice restaurant and like you know, we love it. I don't like lobster, so I'm like, biased. You know, macaroni truly costs less than a dollar. So the only thing I was paying for was the lobster. And like, yellow yeah, lobster can be expensive, but when that's the only thing you're paying for, it's not that bad. Fair. Yeah. And breadcrumbs are good. Most of them come with breadcrumbs on mm, top. Yeah. It's nice. It was at this place called, do you know what? Birsch Garden? I <laughs> think. <laughs> I am unsure what that was. That was like someone who was like couldn't have didn't have glasses on reading beer garden. But they, they can't really see it. So like, is that an S? No. It's really fancy calligraphy. Beer skirting. Are you, is this the name of someone who lives in northern Wisconsin? Oh, I'm I actually think I got it right. Is it really beer skirting? Well, there was that shock on your face. Flipped, I flipped the words. I think it's Gordon Biersch. Oh, what is that? He's like a German man, I think. I think it's called Gordon Biersch. Okay. <laughs> You're right. The first time I said it. It didn't make any sense. It sounds like I was speaking Czech or something. <laughs> yes. It was very, very like Eastern European, wow. former Soviet Union. Wow. Yeah. Um, speaking of Eastern Europe, the there's a new basketball star in the Dallas Mavericks, my home team. Um, Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> He's been on there for so long. He's old. Um, this, he's a rookie. His name's Luka Doncic. He's Slovenian. He's good. He's amazing. He talks about playing Fortnite, right? Uh, all he does... So I follow him on Instagram. Tell me about it. All he does is just post him, like, things of Fortnite. But what's funny is, like, I'm like, oh, this is something kids do. And then he's I realize he's a child. He's a teenager. He's 18? He's 19. Ugh. I'm like, this man... For, hold up. Fortnite is kind of fun. I've never played. I play on my phone, but then it would crash. But it was kind of fun when I played. It was kind of <laughs> nice. Wait, on your phone? Yeah. No, it'll be so much more enjoyable on PC. It is, but my PC just isn't going to do it. I love my computer that's recording this, but Homeboy needs an upgrade. I was a big gamer back in middle school. 
Really? Um, I can't tell you how many hours I poured into World of Warcraft. Okay. Like, big. Do not relate. I played Puzzle Pirates. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Mm, I hear I hear one person. I, you know what that is. No, uh, yeah, me and my friend Shelby would play it, and it was such a nerdy puzzle game. But it was like an... It was an MMO? Yeah, like you had your own character, and you play with a bunch of people all online at the same huh. time. And you, like, did puzzles to gain, like currency in the game you know utilities mm-hmm. and things like that you had your own house you could get a dog and like there was like tr- like i don't know not tribes but like you had your own ships and like you could oh. be a part of clans i'm not talking like stuff. bear what never mind so what i um I, the reason i think i enjoyed uh video games in middle school is because i was lonely i think being I in a, a lot being in an think. mmo made me feel like i was socializing yeah i mean people like fall in love with characters on the internet the internet's crazy we're the most connected we've ever been but also the most disconnected yeah can i get in then you know what's what's really weird is if i were to call an old friend like phone call i'd be spooked it would be so I'd be weird like, are you okay but like, <laughs> like think about it like just a f- like 10 years ago, it was uh, completely normal to call up an old friend. I would assume it's a butt dial on a Right, I would assume, oh, oh, they're calling me by mistake, hang up, and oh, really... Oh, what if they're trying to connect? I know, that's the thing. But you would have to, like, send them a text first and, like, screen in yes. a bit, catch up via oh. text, get the approval to be like, okay, it's chill to call now. Kind of, yeah. But that, that being said, I kind of love calls so much more than a text. So much more meaningful. It's so much more fun. It's, it's all about delivery. It, you know, and that's is. why, like, vocal interaction. This, yeah, well, I was going to say, like, I think comedy is to... This comedian I love, Pat Regan, who I've talked about on the show, I'm, he's so funny to me, says that he doesn't have jokes. He just is a personality. So it's all about delivery. And I'm like, mm, same. The water's so close to boiling, I can literally feel the heat. Imagine back in the day where you could truly, like, before technology, like, was really yeah. high. Where you, the only way you could interact with someone or ever see someone was by through person. Oh, I was thinking letters. Like before telephones. What about, what about like, mail? Like you can use mail, but the only way to experience someone is to True. physically be Everyone's them. worlds were so small, our world is so huge now. Right. To even experience mm, one of the huge. senses of a person. To yeah. see them, to hear them, to feel anything. You could only do in person. That, imagine Beautiful. how much relationships truly must have that's why libertarians still exist i'm I'm telling you (laughs) and it all comes back to libertarians i feel you know i feel like most things do i feel like most things do oh man (laughs) maybe it's because they're right uh probably not (laughs) well we don't know i think they are actually viciously wrong (laughs) but it's okay we're trying to talk politics on here uh um so uh, do you like broccoli oh i love broccoli. we're going back into food so I'm going to actually microwave this broccoli right now since it is steam in the bag. Um, but um, It's ready in minutes, so I'm just going to start microwaving it. Five minutes, that's it? I have to eat less spinach and potatoes. Why? So I just so I might be starting Accutane soon, everyone. Okay. Uh, so I had to get some blood tests done, like a urine test as well. And they said that I am at a high risk for kidney stones. Are spinach and... And apparently, Are spinach and potatoes? Yes. Apparently red meat, which I try, I don't eat much of anyway, spinach and potatoes will increase your chance of passing a stone. And from Ow. what I hear, what I hear, it is one of the most painful things a human can experience. And I'm not about that. Mm, birth. 
feel like. <laughs> I, you know, Miranda, you're a YouTuber fan, right? Miranda Sings had her baby. Yes. Did you just watch the whole thing? No, I didn't. But do you know who also had a baby? <coughs> Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. I don't care. And, oh. I don't think he's, I think he is. Oh, I, Drake and Josh is irrelevant. legendary. He's legendary, but I don't care. I don't care about him. I'm sorry. Sad. He's a nice guy. I know he's a nice guy. Whenever, like, Drake Josh. and Josh reunite or, like, get with Miranda Cosgrove, I watch that shit. This, as well, soon as they Miranda see... Cosgrove. It's Miranda Cosgrove. She is the... I mean... She brings it all she's together. She's beautiful, but as soon mm, as they she's see... She's Like, y'all know what I mean. When you see people from an old cast or an old movie that you love, and you hear about some, like, reunion, you snatch on that shit. If it's something you're truly passionate about, you drop everything. Period. That's just called being a fan. Well... But that's called being no, a stan. A stan. I yeah. would, yeah. And do you know what I realized? Like if School of Rock ever did anything again, oh my god, I'd cry. <laughs> I'd watch it every day. I'd cry. Do you know what I realized? Is that certain like gay culture, like the word stan? I realized that straight people, a lot of straight people, do not know what standing something is. And here's why: it's because I hang out with mostly gay men, so I don't get that yeah. straight perspective. And the straight women I do hang out with all hang out with queer men. men. Yeah. So we're still revolving in the same circle of culture. But we realize like the true straight community who's like separate from the queer people don't know so much about things that we think everyone knows about. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Period. I feel like what a do doofus. You feel like a doofus? I feel like I've just been acting so goofy. We've had fun on this pod so far. I know I have. This has been the least structured pod. To listeners out there, LMK, if you like this structure. Now, we're still going to, like, have some fun with some structure. We're still going to talk about some obsession once the food is ready. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're just having a fun and flirty time. It's it's loose, loose Loosey January. Loosey-goosey. We're standing up, you know? Like, when you're standing up, you're moving. You're going around to the listeners of the pod. Like, we're literally on our feet right now. We're facing the microphone. The heat is behind us. It's mm. steaming our backs. And everything is possible, you know? Wow. And I'm holding butter in my hand. Here I was- love holding butter in my hand. It's in the package. Don't worry. We're not get greasy here. I thought I was just coming to Indy to hang with a friend, but I'm getting life advice. Exactly. Everything is possible. It's never too late to change your life. Wow. I've been worrying that I'm a narcissist. Oh, really? And, yes. And actually, my coworkers literally were like, yeah, I describe people, I describe you to people as, as the largest narcissist I know. Oh, wow. Which he was like, but really don't take it as an insult. And I'm still unsure how I feel about it. Wait, that is... Because I'm like, because ah. like, it's kind of the hottest thing anyone's ever said to me that like, oh, broccoli is done. Like, like it made you hard and soft at the same time. It was like a really good cookie, you know, a really good cookie where no. it's like, Oh, where it's crispy on the edges and soft and gooey on the inside. Not because I want it, not because I even think I'm a narcissist, because I really have, I think I am not a narcissist. Um, And like every uh, test I take about am I a narcissist, I'm not a narcissist. Like BuzzFeed quizzes? No, like actual, like I read, I rented books by it, like from the library and like really was like, am I? Not just like, am I a narcissist? No, I was like, am I literally a narcissist? Because I love myself so, so, so much. Right. And I realized mm-hmm. that I love myself so much and want everyone else to love themselves as much as I love myself. And I think that's a good thing. Isn't what's crazy is what society's like, though? love yourself. Like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, love yourself. But when you do express that you love yourself, people have a problem with it. Yeah, because they don't, I don't it's like, it's sad. It makes me sad. It's like, 
Now I want to raise you up. I'm not my me being me. Any person being themselves shouldn't be. It's not a tearing down. It's mm. be a raising. But up. what if being yourself is being an asshole, and just being a bad person? I feel like everyone in their nature is good. So you believe everyone's inherently good? Yeah. Why not? But what's good from bad? That's all about morals, and morals are just. A I feel like if you're not hurting, I don't think I'm a believer in uh, like morals, like. Like universal morals. Universal morals. I think but if you're doing the things that hurt the least amount of people, like even emotionally, that's like a good thing to do. I think everyone should do that. Look out for everyone else. Now we're getting um But I don't know, it's like whatever. Philosophical. Here. I'm like not trying to literally impose my beliefs like unless you're like Except that's the whole reason why you did this prod podcast. This is part of your agenda. <laughs> this is literally my my fucking agenda <laughs> to um indoctrinate every single person. To, I don't know, believing that people are good. <laughs> How beautiful is that? Uh, so, we are both having moves soon to new places of the world. Correct, Mundo? I guess or the just country. the country. <laughs> but the country's part of the world. True. Um, Open what would borders. the world be without America? Very uh, different. <laughs> it would be very different. That's very a, different. That's a true fact. Um, but you're moving to Chicago. The goo. I am as the goo. Pe- as no one says. <laughs> I want to start. I'm like, it's called the goo. <laughs> You're moving to the to goo. <laughs> Who says? You that? went on with me though. Um, everybody listening, if you live in Chicago, you now live in the goo. Wow. You know what? I want to know how certain like things get That's started. That's being started right like now. Calling it the goo because I was at this party and this one person who was from Chicago came to Bloomington and started using the word sickening. Okay. And I had just. I knew the word from like drag race and things like that, but I had never heard someone use it in like their everyday vocabulary. Okay. And so I was like, what if this can like be a thing here? Like, is that how things spread? Oh, probably, yeah. And like I start saying it, then someone else, then like it just oh, goes absolutely. this chain reaction. Oh, I, we all steal jargon from our peers. But I want to know like the science behind what makes it stick. If you think it's interesting, if it's different, probably. Yeah. But also, I agree. It's oh, crazy. I'm mixing this all up now. The, the mac and cheese is done. I literally just put the butter in. I'm going to put the milk in now. I want to let you all know that I've done nothing. <laughs> no, that's what... On the pod, I cook for my listener. Oh, I cook for my guest. I feel and they like just have a good time. It's for me to be a good host. I'm the host. It's right. This is this is your place. I live here. <laughs> this is not my place. But soon I won't be because I'm moving to New York City. You're moving to the goo. And oh, what are you going to do in the goo? I'm hogging the goo. What um, are you doing in the goo? So I'm working in the goo after graduation. Enough goo. No more goo. <laughs> what are, what you, are you doing though? Oh, um, I'll be doing a financial legal analysis for a, a law firm in the South Loop. Okay. I really... I know what those words mean mm-hmm. individually. Right. But in a combined thought, tell me about it. You know what? I would ask, uh, I know, just about as much as you. Okay. Um, no. Good sign. So I'll be just working for other, I'll just be taking orders. But like, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, um, filling out paperwork? No, like, I'll actually be doing, do you know what? Do you know what you're doing? <laughs> yes, I know what I'm doing. It may not sound like it, but... I do. It's just so you really do what other people tell you to do. Yes. So okay. I really just whatever someone tells me to do, I do. Um, are you excited? Are you um, nervous? Are you so basically pissed off? Here's what, what I do. I do work that junior associates who are first or second year attorneys. Um, I do the work they do that doesn't actually require a JD. It doesn't actually oh, require going to law school. So like cheaper labor. Right. Exactly. Okay. I'm doing the same work for less money. Hell yeah. Um, which, you, you know what? But, I get real, like, attorney experience through it. 
You want to be a lawyer? I don't know. <laughs> the thought of law school doesn't sit well with me, just because I've never been the strongest test taker. Um, and I know that so, like, truly, when you apply to law school, 50% of your decision is, like, your GPA, and the other 50% is your, like, LSAT. I mean, not actually those big amounts, but your GPA and your LSAT score mean a ridiculously too large. Too large of an amount. This is the education system we live in. His. The law is is not moral, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I agree, but... (laughs) I was talking to Sam earlier. What do you think it's like to have a friend who all they say is, like, this complex poetry when they speak? That's like, not cute. I feel you, like that's like a musical theater like girl. Like you ask someone like, oh, did I drop something back there? You're like, if one cares enough to ask, shouldn't l- he seek out his own truth? It's literally that girl in high school who liked Shakespeare too much. All of her Facebook statuses. All of her Facebook statuses are that. <laughs> Wait, the girl who likes her own statuses? No, like the girl who was in musical theater in high school. Oh. All of her Facebook statuses are like that. Right. She was probably a horse girl in elementary school. Maybe. Or just like a, you know, like, like a theater girl. Are horse girls... Do people know what horse girls are? I mean, we do because we're from like areas where there are horses. Where there are horses. <laughs> but I feel like... I don't know. I just don't get the vibe that someone from New Jersey mm. would know what a horse girl is mm. off the bat. Like, Timothy Chalamet does not know what a horse girl is. Really? He grew up in the city. I could see him being a there horse girl. There are no girl. horse girls in the city. No, I could see him, like, closetedly being a horse girl. A closeted horse girl? It <laughs> feels like you're calling him a furry. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you're saying it's like I'm calling him queer. Oh, I mean, I don't know. He isn't, though, but, right? You know, I once read this on a on a grinder bio. I'm not sure who said it. They said that Disney gays are the horse girls of the queer community. I don't trust a single adult who is, is in love with Disney. I'm sorry. I do not trust you. I don't I don't even know if I want to really interact. It really? makes me nervous. That's severe. I well, just like there's something spooky about it. I'm like, mm. What about Disney or My Little Pony? Oh, and also my that's already X, no. But here's the thing, Disney has so many great classics. Not it's more like going to Disney World every year, like wanting to work mm. at Disneyland. It's like owning all like Disney furniture. Yeah, like, that, it's yeah. that level where you're like, honey, this obsession out of control. Right. Because it's for like no offense, kids. <laughs> Which like feels like an insult. Well, no, they're family friendly movies. Oh my god! Did you know Snow White's PG? Kind of stressful. Snow White? Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be, like, a really sexist movie? I have no idea. I like Snow White. I think. I haven't watched it since I was truly a child. Um, First time I watched it was in my van. We had a TV. uh Not a big deal. We had a TV, though. (laughs) And I would watch Snow White and Cinderella over and over again. Have you ever heard the phrase, like, being... (laughs) I don't know what it was. It was, like, the more liberal you get, the more you don't enjoy things or something like that. Uh, (laughs) I I don't... Why are we bringing this right-wing propaganda? Sorry. Can I tell the drama real quick? Can I tell a little bit of a drama? Can I just complete my point? Tell your your point really quick. Um, Ugh, finish it. Because, like, I loved the song, um... What song? (laughs) From uh, Mulan. Oh, Reflection. No. Look at me. Is it called Be Be A Man? Oh, uh, I'll make a man out of oh, you. Yeah, see, that shows you how much I love it, y'all. Um, yeah, I'll make a man out of you. Once I re- I listened good. to the song, I was at Bluebird listening to Rod Tough Curls. And they were singing the song. I'm like, oh, this is, like, very sexist. Like, it enforces gender stereotypes. The song is, like, be a man. But it's a character song. That's the character song. 
Right, I'm just saying oh, true. that the whole thing, it was like, this is the thing of like toxic masculinity. Like oh, that. true. How much it reinforces it. And I was singing it, I was like, oh. But also is... Mulan, Mulan is achieving those things, showing you that like. Right, that woman there, can. There's no bound right, to that, gender ability. Right, that women can possess mass, stereotypically masculine qualities. Absolutely. And achieve I'm adding well. this whole thing of broccoli to this. This smells pungent, not in a bad way. It smells like cooked broccoli, and we all know what that means. We all know what that means. Um, so what were you going to say earlier about... Okay, so there's some drama back at my university within the comedy community. Now, I was in a sketch comedy group in college, and it was fun, and there were a lot of groups, and anyway... And they were the biggest, oh my god. I didn't say that, um, but... He didn't disagree with it. Well, why would I disagree with the truth? And <laughs> no, it's, it literally does not matter. What does matter, though, is I went, like, I got a notification that someone posted on the page, and there's a comedy group literally wanting to do, like, right wing, a right wing comedy group. What does that mean? Like, make fun of right wing people? I don't know. Or right wing people making racist jokes. That's the thing. Like, I think they're <laughs> trying to do satire. Oh. But it, I feel like it's going to be a swing they think and a miss. They think they're going to be, like, a big comedy show that can, like, get away with, like, subtle racism. Well, it also is, like, I don't know. Yeah, it makes me uncomfy. I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's also a group that had interesting, they were interesting already. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just, like, why are we literally giving voices to these people? Even if it's not a satire. I'm so overhearing Donald Trump on the TV. I don't care. And you think when you go out of the country you can escape it, but no. Do you not? No matter where you go. Well, here's the thing. I was, when I was in Denmark um, last semester when I was studying abroad, the first thing I did after I landed, I got off the plane, I moved into my apartment, turned on the TV, and the first thing I see is just Donald Trump's face giving a speech with Danish translations. And I was like, I went across the ocean, but here I am still experiencing the same media. Y'all, real quick, on that note, the food is done. So we're oh, going to wow. eat, we're going to get going, and then we're going to talk what we're absolutely obsessed with right after we um start filling our little tummies up. So Ooh. see you when we're eating. Tum -tum. All right, now it's time for the cost-benefit analysis for this broccoli, mac, and cheese. And the whole thing together costs $2.44 to make. Now split between the two of us, it was $1.22 a person, which is like pretty solid obviously we can go cheaper but we didn't so that's okay love is love and there's a total of 1320 calories in the whole thing so that's like 660 calories between the both of us and there's even some room for leftovers so i don't know just a great little meal to make and imagine if you added a protein of sorts maybe you had you know a little bit of tofu maybe a, a fake chicken like a chicken nugget spelled c-h-i-k apostrophe n or if you're a meat eater, maybe even some chicken breast. It would still be super healthy, still be super tasty, and still be super cheap. Now, we're going to talk about our obsessions, so um, I'll catch you at the end of the pod. Oh my god, now we're eating. Now, oh my goodness gracious, this is so tasty. You all just heard um, the little info about it, but also it tastes so good. Wow. Wow. Who knew such a simple meal? go such a distance not me not me Honestly, well i did because my babysitter made it for me along uh, melissa a no michelle michelle well, she's my <laughs> sorry she's also a good cook, <laughs> i guess yeah um how's michelle doing i don't know she, i don't know we're friends on facebook i don't really know much about her 
presently. I don't know. Is she happy? Hopefully. You know what else is happy? Mm. I don't know who. You know, you know what else I'm obsessed with? Happiness. Which brings <laughs> us to this part of the show. We're talking about what we're absolutely obsessed with. Mm. And no, I'm going to let you lead off. What is something you are obsessed with right now in this moment? Boys. I listen. Boys. Like the song or boys like just man boys? Just men boys yeah. whatever you want to call them um trash no, i'm kidding <laughs> I, I, I like them. i've just been on winter break for a month mm-hmm. and i haven't been around a lot of people my age in quite a while real um and it's a bit repressing it isn't fun to no. be around old straight people and what's interesting is when i was in japan they have a really high like elderly population so coming just across more people my age was even like rarer. Yeah, I, I mean I'm not that. saying like I ne- I, I went the whole time in Japan without ever seeing some way. It's like obviously no, but they just have a really long life expectancy. And also you live in a college town, right? Where <laughs> everyone is young right. and beautiful, right? Ugh. Yeah. Um. So are you excited to go back to school? I know that's what you're doing soon. You're literally in time just for the weekend. I you're am. Back to school. I really am. You know, there's this song in this. There's a line in this Lord song. Um, I'm gonna be so mad at myself for not remembering it. She's Which like, Lord song? Um, she goes, I love it here till I stop. <laughs> sing it, sing it. She's sing like, it. I love it here till I stop needing you. Okay. So bad. Beautiful. Um, oh, I let the seasons change my mind. I love it here since I stop needing you. Right. That makes me think of Bloomington. Okay, like a nostalgia. It's like I let the seasons change my mind. Like I've Ooh. changed so much. Like each year, each season, I'm at That's IU. So sincere, yeah. And, and I, she just goes peacefully with like a little harp in the back, and she goes, "I love it here." And I'm like, "I love it here." She's a very good musician. I truly love it in Bloomington. She's truly an artist. When am I going to have so many friends within such a s- small, compact distance of me? Never ever. Ever again, unless I live in like. New York City, where we're physically just yes, so close to each other. Live in New York City. <laughs> or like we live in one borough. Um, I'm obs- I'm so obsessed with the thought of just like being in a nightclub, mm. surrounded by people. Just like you cannot move. You're just dancing. Lights are describing strobing. like an experience you had recently. I did have an experience like this recently. It was absolutely euphoric. I just love. I feel like I'm in the city when I'm mm-hmm. in a club, and it's just like bodies on bodies. Oh, it's such a good feeling. I feel alive. I feel renewed. I feel refreshed. Oh, I can't, I can't, you know. Is that what you're currently obsessed with? Um, obsessed with the moment. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm always obsessed with the moment, baby. Live in the moment. No, I'm also actually really, 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 really obsessed with people who don't use their turn signals when they drive. Mm. I just, sorry, it's, people talk about it all the time. There is a magical way for drivers behind you. To predict your future moves. I know, and it's such a common thing to complain about. It's a blinker. About. It's such a common thing to complain about, but it just has been a part of my life recently, and I need to share my journey and my story. That's it. Oh, you know what's embarrassing? What? My sixth grade graduation quote, not sixth grade, my middle school graduation quote was, you miss 100% of shots you never take by Wayne Gretzky. I just realized but that. But it is true. It is true. But it's just a very simple quote. Absolutely. Mine was an Emma Stone quote in high school. What was it? Um, it was like, a lot of times you think you're weird, um, but actually the things that, that make you weird make you great. And I was mm. like, yeah. I love it. Because I was really obsessed with Emma Stone then. I still kind of am. I watched The Favorite. I loved it. Not in my top ten. 
But that's not Emma Stone's fault. Isn't she one of the highest and the highest paid actress right now? I don't know. She's an Oscar winning actress now. So that really brings that salary up. I'm sure it does. Uh, I would love to host the Oscars. Well, do you see yesterday Ellen? I'm unobsessed with that. Yeah. Um, Wow. Ellen was like passionately defending Kevin Hart. I just don't care. I'm Um, like, there's so many other people like... Whatever. Mm. He didn't even apologize next. I watched the whole um, interview with him, and he was, like, uh, he was upset. Not He was trying to explain why he shouldn't be at fault and why this was a long time ago. He's a new man. He's like, I'm not like this anymore. It was all centered around him. But if you're going to apologize, why not talk about the people you affected? Exactly. He didn't seem to explain their narrative. Yeah, I'm just like... I don't know. Most people in Hollywood seem to give horrible apologies, so it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's so easy to say. Their publicist probably wrote it for them. It's just so easy to be like, yeah, I was an idiot then. I I know different things now. I grew as a person, and I confess. Like, simple. Even, like, I don't know. I guess sometimes people truly don't think it's wrong, though, and that's where the delusion is. Do you know what's funny? We live in a society where you're expected to give an apology... And you do something wrong. But the thing is, because you're expected to do one to be considered, like, a good person, so many people just probably lie. Because they're not either, they're not truly sorry, or they don't completely understand why what they did was wrong. True. But also, like, our society doesn't really accept apologies. True. But we expect we expect them, but it's we still don't up. accept them. I don't want to talk about canceled culture. I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> Overwhelmed. There is... Something I want to bring up that I'm obsessed with that relates to my, not even real life. Okay. You worked in fast food. You worked in, you know, customer service. Anywhere you work, there's like people like your regulars that you know about. And you kind of grow to love them. Yeah. So really there's this. rely on them to see them every day. So there's this woman at Starbucks who gets a venti iced five shot Americano, which is the best way to get it. And she's so stylish and so fashionable. Literally looks like. I don't know. She looks like she's related to like Elastigirl, Elasta Woman in Incredibles. She's like lean and like sharp features, gorgeous. And she works at this department store. And one day, yesterday, she came in and she was like, "I'm gonna quit today." I was like, "Okay." She's like, "Yeah, it's, I don't get paid enough. It's, I'm overworked and it's a waste of my time." I was in like, the, "In the drive-through." Yes. I was like, "Yes." And then today, I saw her and I was like, "Did you quit?" She goes, "Oh yeah, I did. I still have to work two weeks, but I feel great." I, I like, love it. There's, she goes, "I'm so good at quitting." I was like, "Yes." Those are cute, brief, innocent moments. Yeah. Oh, there's, I have so many people at Starbucks. It's it's stupid. That's such a good thing to make a short film about. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone is. It's like a different story every time. Yeah. There's a dog named Luli that I am obsessed with. Absolutely. Obsessed I read the story somewhere. I don't know where it was. How this woman took the same commuter train for a couple of years to her job. Yeah. And she always sat across from this older man. Oh. Um, and they would, like, sit, like, on the same spot every day, but, like, yeah. they, they don't know each other. They would never say hi it's or It's gonna be sad. No, no, no. Okay. And she said one day she was sick. She, like, was never sick for work. She was sick for work, and she missed a day. And she came back the following day, and the old man just smiled, and he said, I missed you yesterday. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that so cute? Little like, they know each other. It's yeah. Like, that was warm my heart. Well, like, we have one guy who comes to every day named Andy, mm-hmm. and he's the best guy in the whole world. When I don't see him, I'm sad. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he's not. It's because he's we, okay. We, he's like an older man. I'm like nervous about it. We as humans find comfort in routine. True about that. 
Yeah. We always love to talk about new places, new existences, mm-hmm. new lives, but we love the same old, same old. Right, it's like people go on these elaborate vacations. It's like, you know you love staying at home and watching Netflix more. I think they're like, when I get in a routine though, I'm like, mm, I'm depressed. I truly convince myself because I really might be. Because uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I just, I literally, I literally lay in my bed, sheets over my head, <laughs> eyes like partially closed and just lay there. For how long? However long I wanna. <laughs> it's like, it feels so good. Relaxing. I'm like, I'm warm. I'm so warm and comfy, but I think it's probably bad. Speaking of which, I'm obsessed. I just got health insurance. <laughs> Hello, it's my psychologist. Starbucks is known for having amazing benefits. It's pretty good. They have by far, like, it's really big. Like, the lowest turnover percentage for coffee chains. Oh, I believe it. Absolutely. Their turnover is so low. They have so, yeah, I mean, it's like, when they really, like, truly not indoctrinate, because that's a negative verb, but, I mean, they want to make you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, you kind of, you know, I kind of love it. Kind of learn to believe it. Um, I wouldn't say believe it because, like, uh, but I do kind of love it. Where it's like, oh, well, you know, I know every day that someone is going to be like, great job. You're doing great. Because that's what, like, every, I don't know. It's, it feels good to hear. Some big, wow, what a great company culture. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, expected. So sometimes uh-huh. you're like, that was absolutely forced. Like, when you're, let's say you have, like, one of your coworkers, you know they're having a horrible day, and they're like, wow, good job, guys. It's like, you didn't mean that. And that's okay. Like, I yeah. get it. You're exhausted, but right. it's funny that you still give it. I don't know. It's interesting. I kind of like it, though. I'm glad I have health insurance, and I'm glad I can move to New York City with the job. Yes, bless, 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 bless. Which is going to be good. Have you found a place in Chicago yet? <sighs> do we... Do what? I Before I answer this, I've not really asked you much about New York. Oh. Do you have questions about it? Yes. So when what is are your, your questions? When are you roughly expecting you want to go out? So I'm going to move out there in March. March. I'm really feeling really good about it. I'm actually feeling the best I felt in a while. Really? It feels tangible. I started apartment shopping. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I listen. So do you t- want to explain why you're going out to New York? I'm going to New York because I want to be a, um, com- I want to do comedy out there. I want to at least like, I want to live in the city mostly. And also I want to do comedy. I think it's a place for me to be and meet people who laugh like I do and at the same things. So I listen to this podcast every week called Seek Treatment. I talk about it too much, but I'm obsessed with it. And um, they recently, on one of their episodes, it was like a crossover episode, but someone was asking about, I want to move to New York and like get noticed. How do I do that? And they literally were just like, you have to move here. And I'm like, oh, good, fair, fair, fair point. I don't know. I'm trying just to walk the walk this year. Mm. It's like my little resolution. Talk but the talk, walk the walk. I don't want to talk the talk. Mm. I just so, want to walk the walk. But the goal is to do both. I don't want to do both. I just need to, because I talk the talk all the time. I'm but if you talking. can talk the talk and then walk the walk to back it up. Yeah, that's hot as hell, but I can't do that. Yeah, I don't have that discipline. That's BDE. That is BDE. We bringing that back. Wow. I just shot back. This isn't a part of my vernacular. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do, try to do comedy out there. I don't know. Have fun. I feel like there's nothing else I want to do right now at all. And that probably changed when I'm older, but right now I, it's all I want to do. That reminds me of just like... Adopting certain phrases when you text. Yeah. <laughs> you said it's not part of your vernacular. I would never type LMAO ever. And one oh, day, one day, I'm like, do you know what? Let me try it. It feels good. Like, instead of doing LOL or haha, I was like, let me just try LMAO. It's by far the most commonly word used I ever, yeah. like, I ever use now. Every single thing makes me laugh my ass off. <laughs> Everything that happens, LMAO, LMAO. And what's really funny, all capitals, LMAO. Oh, I'll do LOL with spaces in between. 
Oh no, you'll still you'll send an L, send an M, <coughs> send an A. And then I will send do an that. L. <laughs> it's a little dramatic, but it's a little fun, dramatic. It's whatever. <sighs> but yeah, so, so I'm doing in New York. I'm really excited about it. I feel really good. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It sounds. It's gonna be a fun time. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna do whatever, but I have a voice that I want to be heard. Mm. So. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. If I fail, then I'll just go back to school or I'm something. I'm excited. I'm excited, though. Yeah, I don't know. My tarot card reading, which I talked about briefly, right. really said that, a, like, a tarot lot of e card reading. Yeah, it was, on, it was on YouTube, yeah. It just, she said that I have a lot of, like, six, like potential success coming my way as long mm. as I just put the pieces in place. Mm. And I want to do that. And maybe that's me getting on Survivor. Maybe that's the case because I've, you know, notoriously I just auditioned. Have you imagined the scene like where you get to see your family and friends for that one episode? You only see one family member, and I am already crying at it. I already know who the family member would probably be. Your mom? Probably my dad. Oh really? Well, you have to sell yourself, right? Well, I'm like, which I mean this when I say (coughs) it, like, my father and I just don't have a lot in common. Hmm. Like a lot of gay men and their fathers, you know, don't have a lot in common. Um, but we have Survivor in common, and like Survivor loves family. So I'm really pressing that. I'm out of shin. I don't know, but also I mean it. So it's like, no, how to sell yourself, I guess. That's really sweet. Yeah. I. So do you film your Survivor tape yourself? I did. I just recorded in front of a wall. And I don't know, I feel good about it. I really want to be on. I really want to be on so bad, actually. It's like, a, it's something I want to do before I'm 30, I think, which is like pretty intense. Wow. I think I'd be so you... good. I think I would be really good. If you, if you got on, do you think you'd win? Um, it depends. It's like there's so many factors. Mm. I have to be lucky a lot, you know, but uh, I have a whole strategy planned out. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, unless you know how to play the game, I literally can't tell you, which is such a head-ass Wait, thing to say. I acknowledge that. Speaking of dumb reality show, No, that's not, oh. what, that's not what I meant. Ah! Okay. Yeah, I was going to bring up, introduce the topic of dumb reality shows because that one wasn't. Okay, good. I don't like reality <laughs> shows unless there's a competition I, aspect. I did not mean to insult like, Honestly, I know you. a lot of people love Real Housewives. I don't care for Lip to my dad watching that multiple times. That's hot. And, and walking in the room and he quickly changes the channel. <laughs> that's, and I caught him that's a little naughty. One time it was Atlanta. What's that? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, he was at Atlanta, yeah. And the other was like Real Housewives of like New Jersey or something. Oh, yeah, he's from New York though, right? Yeah. And oh, then yeah. I, the ones I caught him watching, like Orange County, one of them. He I loves it. He loves it. And he's so closeted. Tell him, don't, to be, tell him to not be closeted. <laughs> be like, hey, Dad, do you ever want to watch Real Housewives sometime? I'm really interested in that show. Bring it together. <laughs> That's cute. And I also ben, think- uh, put in your audition tape, say you and your dad connect with Real Housewives, be on the show. That's how it works. I think he also used to watch America's Next Top Model. Oh, Good. That show's so good. I'm like, Dad, you should. You can tell me if you watch RuPaul. You should have told me it, that he watched America's Next Top Model the last time I saw him, because I would have absolutely been like, <laughs> so I hear you're an A&T He would have acted dumb. He would have oh. been like, uh, uh, what? I would have been like, <laughs> I see you smile in those photos. I see you smile. No, he would act confused at first and then be like, oh, those shows. Yeah, I used to watch uh-uh. them. I would, try, I would really pull it out of him. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love, you, are you watching RuPaul's Drag Race this season? I, I just, I don't know when it's, I don't know what channel. Friday night, 8 p.m., VH1. Done. I gave you all the info you need. <gasps> I just I can have even never really feelings. been interested. I know that's about, I know that about you. It's okay. No, I love the culture that comes from it. I, I just don't want to wait for that moment. Like, I don't know how to that say this. feels. Like. <laughs> appropriative. But also all things gay white men say is appropriative, so. I just, like, want to 
Like the memes from it are funny and I'll use the memes from it. But I just don't have interest in like being a fan. It's so good though. I know, everyone says. I don't know, okay, I love you know it. I, I should watch it more. Cause the episodes, thing like, is though, it's all stars and you I'd don't have to watch with friends. I could not watch it alone. I don't oh, I love watching it alone. But I love doing a lot of things alone right now. Yeah, I like being alone. <laughs> okay, goth. <laughs> but also I, I really like want to find a companion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really obsessed with this like very um, normal feeling you're having right now. Uh, like, I want to be by myself, but I want to be with someone, and I want to. Oh, wow. We just like we contain human mind. We contain multitudes, you know. Do you know how I realize how crazy the human mind is? It blows my mind. <laughs> I how crazy just it is. watched um, the Stanford Prison Experiment. Oh wow! Yeah, you didn't watch that in high school? No. It, oh. it just came out. Oh, or it must be a new one. The Stanford Prison Experiment with a Ezra very... Miller. Oh, so you watched like a TV series? Or no, it was a, a movie. movie. So the, I mean, I know what the the thing is. Oh. We watched videos of it in psychology in high school. Gotcha. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, but you asked some of the guards, or I don't want to spoil it, but like it's a very yeah. People they would know ask about the guards like if what? you do not know what the Stanford Prison Experiment is, Google it. Read it's a book. real. It happened. It's not just take a movie. AP Psych One. Um, yeah, it's basically just the human mind's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a beautiful thought. I love to say. how the story had a beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> really okay. was a big fan of it. Another thing, whenever you're on Snapchat and you see these stories <sighs> appear about, I tried this drug once, here's what happened. I always open them. Okay. So there was one about this woman trying some drug. It's basically peyote. Interesting. Fine. Or, no, no, no. A psychedelic. Peyote. peyote. That was a different article I read. She oh, was drinking she this, like, not, it sounds like hibiscus, but something. Horchata. Yes, that's it. Oh. No. <laughs> is that it? I don't know. Horchata's a fermented rice drink <laughs> out of Mexico. <laughs> it's delicious. It's definitely not what she had DMT on. Oh, was it, um, it's was like, it? Who are, who are Christ? It's like, oh, I don't know what ayahuasca. Yes, that's it. <laughs> not who are crisis. Ayahuasca. Yes. Yeah, ay- ayahuasca trip. Yeah, those are, those are yes. wild. You, like, lose... It's like ego death. So apparently this woman had this trip where she realized that her nephew, his <sighs> name was different. Like, he, he just had his earth name. Like, his real name was Nathaniel. That feels Mormon. And she was like... And she had this connection that she could not explain to having to her nephew now. And she just, like, cannot explain that they're somehow like connected throughout time and she like drove away to like see him and like just like i don't know it's weird interesting it made her do like these she like was on this trip it was like uh how you scoop you know what to say yeah it was a trip like just for that. ayahuasca yeah right that's a common thing and she ditched the whole trip because it was so strong this meeting was so powerful she like oh up. wow yeah i'm like interested in it i definitely think want to try it and, like, if, if you're listening to this and you're worried about me, don't be, uh, I'm in control. I don't think I could. I would be so nervous. And I read, like, when people take these kind of drugs, like, you can't be nervous. You cannot be nervous. You, you have be to nervous. be excited. And I feel like I would just be so nervous. Oh, fair. I mean, then don't do it. Yeah. But, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting. I'm, like, obviously it'd be nerve-wracking, because what if it tells you that everything you're doing is, like, the worst thing in the world and you're like well here we are okay so chelsea handler did ayahuasca and ayahuasca and um she that's why she like doesn't really do comedy anymore she like is so focused on activism because she's like my life is so different i see what actually matters we off that trip because of ayahuasca trip yeah she like changed her life she's like what am i doing yeah 
Are not spooky? Chelsea Handler? Chelsea Handler! That's crazy. Yeah. It's very interesting. Is it crazy how powerful that drug is controlling her? Or does the she thing truly is, see? I think it's... you. I don't think it's a controlling... I really think it's like... You have these trips and you're like... You just... You're... They're in different neural pathways <laughs> no. and you just like have a greater... Right, but did the drug control her mind so powerfully that one time... That it affected her sober state of being? Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like she would say no. But who knows? Like, right. I feel like everyone who's like had a positive experience from it would say no. But that's everyone with everything. That's how people become addicts. You know, like, that's everything. Right. We're so obsessed with being obsessed with things. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun, though. I don't know. I'm, like, interested in um, hearing people's stories about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But some people are really into it to the point that it's, like, a little spooky. It's like, do you really need to, re like, analyze your entire existence every other month? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. But it's all fun. Fun and games. Okay, so I just watched Arrival. What's movie that? Arrival. You know the movie Arrival? No. I'm like literally cannot stop thinking about it. There's, there's a few reasons why. So the movie is about aliens come to America, like come to the Earth. Is that Independence Day? No, it's Arrival. <laughs> Amy Adams. They come to Earth and they're like, Saha. And they're speaking in a language. Are they chill? They're, they seem chill. But of course humans are like, we must kill them. Uh -huh. So they, which is like kind of, you know, they're afraid of them. We communicate with them and they're like, we're here to help because we know that you are going to ruin humanity and we need your help in the future. Uh -huh. So we're here to help you. And um, I was just like, that's inspirational. Wow, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie. Almost, almost kind of like Black Mirror is what it's called. Kind of, yeah, but like better, to be honest. Because Amy Adams is in it. She's amazing. And I, I want to go to space so bad. Would you go to, like, if they were like, hey, Noah, do you want to go to Mars? No. Would you go? Really? I would be too nervous blasting off. I would go in a second. Like, I won't even do the slide that's too tall at the water park. Really? No, I will, but it's... I would be more nervous of that because you get a real wedgie. <laughs> I just don't want to, like... I don't, I think don't do roller coasters. Oh, then you shouldn't go to space. <laughs> right, because it's like... <laughs> it's a huge roller coaster. on steroids. Yeah, you're literally... Floating, yeah. like you're floating in space. I would do it in a second, but I'm too tall. I think. Are you? Yeah. This is a minimum. It's like six height. two, so the max, and I'm six really? four. Yeah, I'm a tall bitch. I know you're six four, but I didn't know there's a height max. That's what I read on NASA. Mm. On NASA, on the whole building, on top of it. it on says, top of NASA. It says six two or less. It's really disappointing. Do you know what documentary I saw that I think might be my favorite of all time? Planet Earth. The one on Voyager. Oh, NASA's, the Mars, oh, the, um, the, the probe that's super out yeah, of... Yeah, interstellar probe. It's in interstellar space right now. It's that's the hot. only object that Earth has made that has made it into interstellar space. That's so fun. I love it. I watched a video on... Actually, I think I watched it recently. Did we watch it together? I watched it recently, too. And the only reason it worked is because the planets were all lined up the right way. Yeah, it was like this one in... And I had to, like, fling it around. I'm like, if you watch The Martian, that's the gist of it. Wow. Oh, we did watch this together. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I need to buy new jeans. I'm not obsessed with that. I hate clothes shopping. What if after this we go buy new jeans? What? Oh my god. After we record the pod, let's go buy new jeans. Because I need new jeans. Okay. Wow. Let's yes. do it. Hell yeah. Jeans last a while. Yeah, but I have holes in my crotch. Oh. You know the crotch holes? You get crotch holes? No. Well, us thicker-thighed gals <laughs> get crotch holes. It's okay. It's okay and it's beautiful. Um, but they're there. I see a lot of people get them. You don't have to be thicker-thighed. Anyway, Interesting. a lot of people buy them like that in the crotch. I don't know. They, they have rips in their jeans, but not in the crotch. I don't think 
<laughs> well, why not? Because it's, it's no one's gonna see it. New trend. I don't want to start the crotchal trend. I've already started the goo. It's like wearing a necklace tucked inside the shirt. That's kind of fun though. A chain is kind of hot. Right, but like it's the same thing. It's, it's tucked not. in. No one sees it. But you my know tucked in hole. <laughs> Are we still talking about jeans? I don't know. <laughs> on that note, this has been your cooked. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at you're cooked. Um, you can uh, live the truest life you ever want to live. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. Leave it a rating if you want. Please subscribe to it. You know, I don't know. Do everything you want to do with it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Siggins. You can find Noah Shore on his Instagram. What's your Instagram? At Noah Shore. At Noah Shore. It's private, so beware. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we're starting to get back to every single Wednesday, which is super fun and exciting for me. And that's including when I moved to New York City. I'm excited to kind of experience that move with you all on this podcast every week, kind of getting, learning, and loving with me while we eat food that is cheap because I am poor. Once again, this is your cooked. I love you so much. Always remember to keep being beautiful and to cook before you are. Bye. Bye.